0: Hey there, you're listening to The Simple Home, a podcast for the modern mom looking for a slower pace, a life with less stuff, less to do, and more time for what really matters. Living simply is more than just getting rid of clutter. It's about letting go of expectations to create a life of intention. Motherhood is the ultimate Groundhog Day experience where much of every day is spent on the logistical stuff necessary to keep everyone alive So you can wake up and do it again the next day. You don't need just one more thing. You need easier ways to manage the constant cleaning and feeding, the overwhelming clutter, the never-ending to-do list. I wish I could hire you a personal chef, a nanny, a housekeeper, and a personal finance guru, but I can't. What I can do is support you in your journey of letting go of all expectations and taking life at a slower pace. So sit back, relax and enjoy the podcast today. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. I am so excited that you've joined us today. I'm your host, Jenna, and today I have an amazing guest on our show today. Her name is Jamie Daydant, and she is the owner of com and she helps busy moms, With their time, which I think is such a valuable place to start if we are feeling overwhelmed or stressed or just, you know, like there's no space for us in the day. So I'm so excited about this conversation. We had so much fun talking and the information that she gives you is just so practical. So as you listen through these steps, um, don't worry about taking notes because she also gives you an awesome freebie, which you'll be able to find at the show notes today, which are at athomewithkids.com forward slash episode 27 But she just gives you such practical steps to go through to get your week in order and to find extra time in your week. So I hope that you find immense value in this episode. Before we move into the interview today, I wanted to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by my free decluttering challenge. So if you haven't joined us in that challenge yet, I hope you'll hop over and get signed up. It's completely free. It's five days of mini challenges to do that will help you declutter your home and get started feeling like you have a lighter space. Each file will be emailed to you. It's an audio file, really quick to listen to and easy to implement. So I hope you'll join us there. You can find the information at at homewithkids.com forward slash decluttering challenge and get signed up. Those that link will also be in the show notes. All right. So here is my chat with Jamie Daydant and I know you're gonna love it. Well hi Jamie, thank you so much for joining me today on the Simple Home podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Hi thanks for having me. Yeah absolutely So for those of my listeners that don't already know you or know who you are, um, and before we kind of get started on our topic today, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and how you got started?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Jamie Daydant, and I uh, primarily work with working moms. Um, You know, anybody who's struggling with the stress and overwhelm of juggling career and mom life, um, you know, it's just hard to work and raise your kids and manage your household. So I really just teach moms how to eliminate the overwhelm, create balance, so really they can have more time to do the things that they love to do.
0: Well, that pretty much sounds like all of us, if I'm going to be really (laughs) honest, working moms or not. I've been kind of all three. I was a full-time working mom out of the home and then I was a stay-at-home mom for a little while and now I work from home. So I can fully attest to feeling all of those things in all three of those stages. <laughs> yes, <laughs> For sure. Well, I know that we're going to talk a lot about time in this episode and I know that's kind of your expertise is helping moms um, just fix their schedules and their to-dos so that they can get everything done and still feel you know, less overwhelmed and be able to manage it all. Um, and I also every time I run into a mom and I'm like, oh, how are you? Or, you know, after the weekend, how was your weekend? The answer I always get is busy or I'm so busy. So do you find this to be true as well? And why do you think that this is?
1: Yeah, I definitely find it to be true. Um, it just seems like in our society now, that is the norm. Um, and it's almost like you know, busyness has become a badge of honor. Like the busier we are, you know, there there's something attached to that. I'm not sure, but it's so interesting, like just the way that, you know, we've become as a society with, you know, all of our obligations and uh, kids schedules, them being involved in so many things. And it's like, you know, working all week and then night is so packed with trying to get dinner on the table and taking kids to different activities. And then, you know, the weekend's the same and you're trying to catch up on housework. And so, yeah, I mean, we truly are busy, uh, but as we're going to talk today, you know, there's definitely a shift in how you can start to do things and how you can start to think about things so that you don't just feel like you're constantly on that hamster wheel. Absolutely. I
0: love what you said about it kind of being a badge of honor because that's exactly how I feel. I feel like if you don't say, "Oh, I was so busy this weekend," it's kind of like looked down upon like you must have some hermit life in your boring house, you know? If you didn't um do that. And I also know from a lot of the moms I work with that there's a lot of guilt associated if you don't have your kids in all those activities and you're not doing all the things you could be doing with them. There's a lot of kind of shame that comes with saying, well, my kids aren't in any sports right now, or, um, you know, they're not doing extra art class after school or those kinds of things. So do you, when you work with moms, do you find that to be true as well, that there's some guilt associated with it?
1: Yes, a hundred percent. You said it exactly. Um, Yeah, there is definitely just this sense that we have to be doing so many things. And if we're not Almost like there's something wrong with us. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. To be honest, like th- my journey kind of started at that space and just this um, stage of life where I was doing so many things that I thought I should be doing, mm-hmm. and I was driving myself crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I really had to kind of pause and stop and rethink about what I wanted my life to look like, and you know yes, there is this expectation of what you, you know, from society of maybe what you should be doing or what you think your kids should be doing and all that sort of thing. But, you know, it's not making us happy. It's not making us content. And so something, in my opinion, just has to shift.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love how you said that. You know, you had to pause and think about what you wanted your life to look like because we're, you know, the world that we're in is constantly telling us to do more and to keep up, but you're right. It's not making us happy and it's not making our kids happy either. So, you know, we have to kind of stop and see what works best for us. So I love that you're on this episode with us today because I'd love for other moms to hear this and to really be able to sit back and decide what's best for them because busy looks different for everybody. I know that I'm on kind of the extreme end of non-busy. Like I don't, (laughs) I don't like to do a lot of extra stuff. If my kids are in one thing, I am like thrilled beyond (laughs) belief that they can do that one thing. But for some parents, you know, they can have multiple activities going and they don't feel too busy. So I think it's more about us stepping back and really thinking about our own perspective a little bit. Um, But you also talked a little bit about the mindset shift. Um, And I'd love to chat more about that because I know that there's there's some dangers of this mentality of keeping up and doing more and feeling busy all the time. So can you speak to that just a little bit?
1: Yeah. So (laughs) I think it's so interesting of what you said and how everybody is so different. And that is 100% true because what works for you might not be ideal for another person. So like, we're all on this individual journey, and that's really what it's about. Like, you know, for you, you've created a really good structure that works for you. And so I'm glad to hear you say that, you know, ha- what you enjoy is maybe a little bit of a slower pace, and, you know, not, your kid's not in a million activities at once. And so for you, that's a great structure. If you were to, you know, kind of fall into this, oh, well, I should do this and I should do that. And I should have them in more activities and these different classes and different things, then you wouldn't really be helping yourself in that situation because that's not really aligned with with what you want your life to look like whereas like you said for another mom she might enjoy more of the fast pace and so that's okay and so i think that you know when when you asked about the mindset shift it really is about making sure that that what you're creating really aligns with that lifestyle that you want for yourself and for your family
0: I know that you know I have um, some great friends, and they do a lot of things on the weekends, and they do a lot of things after school, and that is um, that's happiness for them. They like to do that. But then I also know families who struggle with that, and they're doing it not because um, that's what they want, but because they feel like it's it's what's expected of them as parents. Mm-hmm. But I
1: also Yeah, that's where the challenge comes in, right? (laughs) Right,
0: exactly. So how do we then, you know, step back from what society tells us to do and think about what our priorities really are? And how do we how do we get really clear about that so that we can, you know, not be on this hamster wheel or have our family in this race that feels like we just have to keep going?
1: Yeah, so I think, you know, the first thing is really just recognizing it. We get we're constantly on just autopilot and we're just doing, and we're just going and we're just, you know, it's like groundhog day. Okay. (laughs) Get up the next day, do it again. Right. And so I think the first thing really is to just take a moment to pause and to really think about it. Like think about bigger picture, what it is that you want your life to look like and what those priorities are for you um so you know just to kind of give an example like if a priority is to feel more balanced well then that has to be created and the things that you say yes to or the things that are on your schedule or you know these different things that you do have to align with your desire to be balanced because if you're saying yes to too many things or you have too many things on your schedule or you know uh, maybe work is taking up too much of your time and you don't feel like you have enough time for your family or you don't have enough time for yourself or your your partner. So, you know, it's it's just getting clear on that idea of what it is that you're seeking. And so if it's balance, as in this example, then it's important that the decisions that you're making overall, every week, every day, Are in alignment with that.
0: Yes, that is so good. Now (laughs) with that, like how do we learn to let go of some of those extra things and say no? No. Because I know that saying no can be um, extremely difficult for people, especially when it becomes, you know, something with a friend or a family member, it's really hard to say no. So do you have any advice on how we can let go of some of those extra things and really stick to, to our guns and stick to what we want on our schedules?
1: Yeah. So I can definitely relate to that because (laughs) a people pleaser, it's like, you know, somebody asks for something or, you know, and in your mind, you're thinking, no, 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 but then <laughs> word out, yes, sure, I can do that, right? And so that's, if you're a people pleaser like I am, then, you know, that can definitely be a struggle. Um, but the thing with saying yes is every time you're saying yes to something you don't want to say yes to, it takes away from the things that you want to do. Right. Right? So we really do have to set these better boundaries. And again, I think it just, you know, starts with just recognizing it, acknowledging it, and making the effort to change. Again, it's like, let's think about it. What do you want in a week? Do you want time for yourself to Have a little downtime to maybe read a book or go and get a pedicure, or maybe you want to go on a date night with your spouse. Maybe it's like spending time with your kids, not being stressed. Okay, so all of those things might be things that you're desiring. And if you can't learn to set the boundary to say no to some of these other things, then it takes away from those things that you want to do.
0: Right. And that makes it so much easier when you think about it in that perspective. And you, if you have a plan up front of these are the things that are really important to me, it's easier to say no to the things that aren't because you know that if you say yes to them, you're saying no to something else. And so. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I always recommend uh, just practicing it Right. So like being prepared, because a lot of times we end up in this really reactionary state where somebody asks and you're not prepared for it. And so it's easy and automatic to just say yes. Whereas if you can prepare and think about some things that you can say, then it's going to be much easier to respond because you feel more prepared for it.
0: Yes, absolutely. That's great advice. I hadn't really thought about that before. Um, and I love that because if you can, you know, if we if we really have time to think about something, it's always easier to to speak the way we actually have planned rather than just in the heat of the moment. It's kind of like food, right? I mean, if we plan what we're going to eat the next day, it's much easier to grab healthy food than if we just yes. wait till we're starving and eat the rest of our kids Halloween candy or something. So. That's
1: yeah, so it's like mindfulness, right? So it's like being mindful in the moment, pausing, not just reacting. You've practiced it and you're able to you you're able to feel a little bit more prepared to respond.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, um from a really practical place because on this podcast I'm always just trying to give the listeners like really practical things to put in place because like you said we're all busy and um you know, I really want them to be able to implement some of the things that, that we talk about. How do you help moms kind of get started with finding this extra time or using the time the way they want to? What are their first steps?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I actually, uh, have a worksheet for your listeners. Um, oh, awesome. That kind of takes you through like five different steps that you can be doing each week. And if you follow these five steps, you can literally get hours back into your week. Um, So I'm all about action as well. Uh, So I'm I'm glad that we're on that. Um, So do you want me to just take you through the the five steps?
0: Yeah, that would be awesome if you could. And I will make sure, just as a side note really quick, I will make sure everybody that's listening to this, that you can find this worksheet, the link to this worksheet in the show notes. So you'll go to at homewithkids.com. Forward slash episode 27, and you can find any links that we talk about as well as this worksheet for you. So, just before we went through each of the steps, I want to make sure you know where to find it. All right, Jamie, go ahead.
1: Okay, great. So, you know, the first thing is, you know, you want to plan out your week. And I know that this sounds obvious, and we all kind of at some capacity know that that's a good thing to do. But if you really can, take a few moments to plan out your week, it is going to change your entire week. So if you work like a traditional Monday through Friday job, Sundays, you know, a great day to do this, uh, whatever day works for you, you know, kind of just, I recommend putting it into your routine so that you know, every, the same day, every week, you're, you're Kind of exploring this. And the first step is to really just take a few moments to think. So this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You know, we need to remember and know what it is that we want our week to look like. So I'll use the example of balanced again. If I'm saying I want my week to look balanced, then that's an important thing for me to to be intentional about as I start my week. Okay, and so the first, the first uh, step is really just kind of understanding what it is that you want your week to look like, how you want to feel, and then I always recommend just taking a few moments to reflect on the previous week and to think about, you know, what worked, what didn't. And then once you're able to do that, you can move on to this, uh, the second step, which is really just a brain dump. And a brain dump just really allows you to just kind of dump out everything that's on your mind, everything that's in your brain, like your commitments for that week, appointments, kid activities. Maybe there's a birthday that week, and you need to get a gift. So it's really just a way to kind of get your thoughts off of your brain and onto paper, <laughs> yes. which you know can be a lot. <laughs> um, but from there, that's where you can start to. Prioritize. So, when you do this brain dump, you're going to have like a big list of everything that you need to do. And that's when you can start to say, okay, out of all of these items, these are my top priority commitments. And then those get circled. And then you can also start to challenge yourself and say, okay, well, what can be removed? And maybe things get crossed off your list. Because it's important to know that not all things matter equally. And in order to get this extra time, that's where it's important that you're clear on your priorities so that you can cross things off that just aren't that important, right? Like going right. back to this idea of like saying no to certain things so that you could say yes to other things. If, you, if your goal is to be balanced and you have too many things on your list, then what needs to be crossed off in order to create more of that balanced feeling? Right. Absolutely. I love that one. That's great
0: because when we do a brain dump, I think what we end up doing is just making another giant to-do list and thinking that we have to cross out all 100 Mm -hmm. items on that list, which is
1: impossible. So yeah. Yeah. So it really starts with, okay, you're going to have this big list. What on that list is the priority? And then you can kind of visually see what's most important. Those are the things that you need to handle first And then what can kind of be crossed off? Excellent. Yeah, I love that. Okay, great. Um, Okay, so then once you have done your brain dump and prioritized, then the next step, step three is to really look to see if there's anything from your list that can be delegated. And this is a hard one, (laughs) (laughs) especially for moms, because we feel like we're the ones that have to do everything, and that's also you know an important mindset sh- mindset shift to be able to move away from that thought that you have to be the one to do everything and that you can get help. So it's really just about making a plan for getting the help that you need and being very realistic about how much time you have to get everything done in the week and being able to get help in areas that you need that might free up some of that extra time for you.
0: Yeah, I think this is a super important one. Can I stop on this one for just one second before we move on? So I've talked about this in a previous episode before, and I just want moms to really get this in their head that they can have help because I think that's where we kind of fall apart as moms. We don't ask for help. We don't, think we should, or it makes us less of a mom. Um, And a couple simple ideas that we've talked about before are, you know, first off, your kids can do more than you think they can. So like (laughs) clearing the the dishwasher, doing the laundry, helping you with like the chores around the house mm-hmm. can be delegated to children. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I want moms to remember that it's okay to have their kids help. In fact, like if we don't, we're really going to send out our 18 year olds who don't know the basics of keeping the house and managing their their time around the things that they have to get done. So I always think that's a super important one. Um, but then the other thing The other idea I have given in the past is if you can't afford to have somebody come in and clean your home or do your laundry for you or those kinds of things, you know, look for a young teenager, 12 or 13 year old girls love to get $10 a week to come in and fold your laundry for 15 minutes or watch Mm -hmm. your kids one night a week. Or, you know, even if you're home and they're just watching them while you get a few of those things done. I think that we often think, well, I don't have the money for that or um, I don't want to spend our hard-earned money on something I could do by myself. Um, Sometimes we have to look for some creative ways or trade with a friend, you know, go to their house one morning a week and let them come to your house with your kids one morning a week, whatever you can do to make that creative. But I just really wanted to bring light to that because I do think delegation is key. And I'm not saying this from a point of being perfect at this because this is an area that I definitely struggle with but Mm -hmm. one that I know the importance of so sorry total tangent um I kind of get on my soapbox there from it, but
1: yeah yeah no all of that is so important and I really love what you said about the kids it's like we feel guilty or we feel like it should be our responsibility or I'm just going to do it because it's easier right? Mm-hmm. We are doing our kids a disservice if we're not teaching them how to become responsible. And, right. so, you know, if you can shift that into thinking, okay, I'm not just doing it because it's helping me, but it's helping them also, that can also, you know, m- maybe make things a little bit easier um, when asking for, for them to help. And yeah, I love what you said too, just about getting creative with Ways that you can do it. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Uh, You know, there's a lot of creative ways. And so, again, that comes back to the mindset shift of just this idea of I have to be the one to do it all to thinking, what can I do differently in order to make things easier? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, then moving on to step four is really creating time for you. And we tend to put our needs on our, on the back burner constantly and everything else can take priority. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important that you identify a couple of things within your week that you want time for. It could be exercise. It could be, um, a date night. It could be, you know, I mentioned a couple of things like reading a book. It could even just be time to rest, like whatever it is that, that you need, then it's important that you prioritize that and get it scheduled. Just like you would an important work meeting, put a time on your calendar, block it out, make it a non-negotiable. Yeah, definitely. Cause if we don't put it on our calendar, we all know that <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen. So definitely. Okay. And then the last step kind of goes back to this idea of saying no. So it's, it's what boundaries do you need to set up that's going to help you have a successful week? So maybe it's saying no to work requests after a certain time, or maybe it's like limiting email checks, or maybe it's, you know, it's even boundaries within ourselves. You know, social media is a big one. Like it's a mm-hmm. big time sucker and we don't even realize how much time we're wasting on that. So like, <laughs> you know, this is, this is boundaries with other people and boundaries for yourself. I'm a huge one on having one of those little kitchen
0: timers, you know, that have the annoying like yeah. ticking noise and <laughs> everything. But those come in so handy. So if you're listening to this and you do not have one of those, get yourself one and set yourself boundaries for for social media and Netflix or whatever your issue might be with time sucking
1: activities. But yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So, you know, ultimately all of these steps, and and again, um, we're going to put the link in the show notes, but the, so it's all lined out um, for you and you know what you need to do. But ultimately the whole idea of doing this worksheet and doing this worksheet weekly is to just make sure that your weekly plan is in alignment with how you want to feel. Okay. So I'll just go back to that balanced since that was the example I've been using. The whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you want to feel balanced, then you have to make sure that what is on your weekly schedule is al- in alignment with that. The boundaries that you're setting for yourself is in alignment with that. Uh, you know, creating that time for yourself in order to be able to feel more balanced And so it's, it really just all comes back to this idea of just planning in alignment with how you want to feel. Excellent. I love that you're giving us a worksheet
0: because I think that um, having those steps, you know, most people that listen to my podcast tell me that they're doing, you know, dinner or laundry or walking on the treadmill. So they're not necessarily taking notes. Um, So I love that we have the worksheet and having those steps that you can do every single week, whether you print out the worksheet every week, or you, you know, write these five things in your journal after you've done the first one or whatever it might be. Um, you know, I'm always talking about making those habits in your life and making this a routine thing. So it's something you don't even think about. So thank you so much for giving that away to us. I know it's going to be super valuable for the listeners of this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So um one more thing. I just wanted, you know, as as the listeners go away from this episode, is there just like one thing? If they only took one thing away from it, what do you think is the most important?
1: Okay, I love this question. <laughs> because it can feel overwhelming to think I have to do all, all of these right, exactly. Things, all these steps. So if if there is one thing that I would want your listeners to take away, it is just challenging this idea about time and shifting your relationship with time and shifting your mindset about how you think about time. Okay, so, you know, we do have control over how we can create our lives, how we can create our weeks. Like, we don't have to just be on that hamster wheel. And so it's you know just hopefully challenging each each of them to uh, really start to challenge that idea and shift the way that they think about it. Yes,
0: I am so glad you said that as the one thing to take away because it's so easy to um, you know put this this blame this of busyness on the world or on other people. Um, and to not do anything about it because of that, because that's the easy way. But if we really shift our mindset and really tell ourselves that it's really up to us, like we get to decide what's on our schedule. We get to decide how busy we are, how busy our kids are um, and taking the responsibility okay. of that. I think it's just such a beneficial thing and not just with our time, but with, you know, every other aspect of our life, we really get to design it and decide what's in our lives and what's not. So I really appreciate you saying that.
1: Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. We all have 24 hours in a day. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) That's fair. We all have, we all have the same amount of time. (laughs) That's very true. It's up to us of what we want to do with it.
0: Yep. Very good. And, um, you know, going back to a couple of the things that you've said that I just want to highlight really quick is, you know, when you're going through this and making your schedule, make sure that you're putting in your schedule, that downtime that you need, or, um, just time for you, because it could be really easy to do that brain dump and to say all of these things are priorities. And I want, I want to be doing this, this, and this, I want my kids to be doing this, this, and this, and really step back from that and allow yourself space if that's what you truly need. So I just wanted to highlight that real quick before we, (laughs) before we move on. Excellent. So Jamie, this has been so wonderful and I know that there's going to be moms that listen to this episode more than once because I know that I'm going to probably listen to it weekly as I do my plan. (laughs) Um, but where can we learn more about you and the services that you offer? And I know that you have, um, a brand new course that's coming out or something to that effect. Can you kind of tell us what you have that we might be able to dive into?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, for If anybody wants to connect with me, uh, you can find me at jamiedadant.com, J-A-M-I-E-D-A-D-A-N-T.com. And yes, I do have a brand new course that I am launching. I'm actually doing a beta launch um, right now. And I know that this is going to go live um, this week. So only a couple of days to sign up for the beta version. Um, that is going to be at a very reduced rate. And the course is really just a, a five weeks. And it's uh, to go from burnout to balanced in the five weeks. And this is really just a step-by-step framework that I've designed, created um, to take moms through the different steps that they need to really just, you know, get past the overwhelm, start to create um, mindset shifts, start to learn how to do things differently so that ultimately they can learn how to create better family structure, uh, ultimately leading to more time for them to do what they want to do. Um, So again, it's a five-week course. There's only a couple of days to sign up. Um, We'll put a link, right, in the show notes? If that's yep. okay. Uh, for anybody interested in that, I'd love for you to participate Participate um, because th- this is the first time I'm launching it. So I'm just doing a-, a beta program right now. And then it will launch again in January, but the price will be um, a lot more at that point. So if you are interested, now's the time to get in on that. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Jamie. So
0: Just to reiterate that real quick for the listeners, make sure you check the show notes. It's going to be at at homewithkids.com forward slash episode 27. And I will link to the free resource that Jamie's so generously giving us so that you can walk yourself through these five steps from today's episode. And I will also link to her course. So this episode As of right now, if you're listening in real time, um, you only have a couple days to sign up for the course, so make sure you check it out. Like she said, it's going to be a very reduced price, and um, it just sounds like something so great to wrap your head around before the holidays and the busyness of the new year, Um, and once you make those New Year's resolutions to hopefully slow down, this may put you in the right mindset, so make sure you check out the show notes for those links. And Jamie, I am just so honored that you came on the podcast today and shared all your wisdom with us. So thank you so much for being here.
1: It was my pleasure. Thank you so
0: much for having me. Absolutely. I hope that we talk soon. Thank you again. Thank you. All right. Bye. Wasn't she just wonderful? I think all of the information Jamie shared with us today is so applicable. And I know that I am going to go download her worksheet because it just sounds so helpful in planning my week and getting my priorities straight and looking for some of that extra time. So I hope you will as well and check out her website, jamiedatant.com I'm sure there's some great things on there and I just know she She has such great wisdom in this. If this is an area that you struggle with or just want more information, I believe she also offers free consultations to see if she's a good fit for you, if you'd like to dive deeper with her. And I also urge you to check out that course that she has just launched because it is in the beta phase, which means you will get it at a huge discount. So check that out if you're interested and you can find all the links in the show notes at homewithkids.com forward slash episode 27. I can't wait to talk with you next week. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of The Simple Home. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I feel truly honored to be a small part of your life. Please take a moment to give a rating and write a quick review on iTunes. That will help this podcast reach more people, and I appreciate the feedback. We meet here every week, so hit subscribe so you know when the newest episode goes live. And for more practical tips on simplifying motherhood, visit homewithkids.com I can't wait to talk to you next time.